AF Murfreesboro. WGNS Murfreesboro. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning and welcome back in. Right now, 8.14 the time and a comfortable 64 out the door for you. A little cloudy this morning. Patience Long, our guest, as uh, we kick off the action line. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? We're doing great. It's Friday. It's Friday, March the 12th. Friday, March the 12th, which is a one-year, one-day anniversary to uh, when the pandemic kind of kicked off last year. And I say when it kicked off, when it more or less became uh, public that everybody had to stay home and... Uh, many of us uh, since then have been kind of just hanging and working from home and staying home, but yeah. it's trending in the right direction, I think, these days. I mean, so. when we all got the order to stay home last year, we're like, all right, we can do this for two weeks, mm-hmm. right? No, no, we got this. And then two months, and then like, what? Hap- what's happening? <laughs> you, here we are a year later. Here we are a year One year later, year later yep. Uh, good news, though, is as, as, as the vaccines are starting to roll out, it, it seems like for the most part, people are uh, getting the vaccines, and, and so far, more or less good news. People, you know, some people yeah. said they got a little sick for a minute, but... Um, you know, that might be expected, but I think, you know, overall things trending in the right direction. And, yeah, there's uh, light at the end of the tunnel. That's right. That's so right. excited. And I, I think right about this time last year, we uh, just had you scheduled for an interview and um, some of the questions were changed a little bit considering <laughs> uh, everything kind of got shut down. But um, and my answers were, I believe, uh huh. Don't know. Not sure. It's a great idea. Um, we'll check into that. Like, and I, <laughs> we I can remember just... <laughs> there was a, a huge draw for uh, everybody out there. We actually I, I learned something as well about uh, live stream these yeah. shows like, why can't you just live stream them yep, and that yep. was a whole thing that was a whole thing and then we got we did it like so the community theaters and the royalty companies got together banded together did it figured out how you you know get equipment in there how do you do it um and finally you know we started rolling it out and what we learned was no one wanted streaming mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was great and you know i think what we're going to do when we move forward is still you know have that as an option for those that maybe can't get out or whatever but um it seemed and you know maybe that by the time we rolled it out it was like in december you know last year so people were probably just over the virtual thing Mm -hmm. i mean i know aren't we all right so um we're really looking forward to getting back to live theater we actually are still doing live theater albeit different you know like this weekend we have the show tuck everlasting at cannonsburg so what we're doing is we're taking these you know um shows and taking them outdoors it's it's different you know, so I'm really looking forward to getting back back in our home, you know, in our theater with our seats and our concession stand and our bar and greeting people and having opening night receptions. I'm just and I see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not just me. You know, I'm on these calls with other community you know, theaters and we all kind of think we all kind of feel all right. We're back in the fall. We're mm-hmm. back in the fall. That's what we're hoping. Well, I, I was 
when we spoke last time too, the you know one of the things I thought was neat was uh, when you're talking about how many people actually come through the the Center for the Arts building overall for a year, just for classes, just for the events, just for some of your productions. Uh, what do you guys hold about 125, 130 full capacity? Yep, 127. And with all the shows and then mul- you know multiple runnings of those shows, I'm, I'm going to do this in my head. I didn't do this ahead of time. That is that like 20,000 people a year roughly that come through the Center for the Arts. 20,000 tickets we sell every year. That is amazing. And then on top of it. We do events that are free. We do community gatherings. We we go out to the public and do things. So we say we touch about thirty to forty thousand people a year, um, which is a lot, especially if you've been in the center and you see that it is a smaller theater. Um, it's a beautiful building, but it has its you know its little quirks, and um, there's not a lot of space. There's not a lot of big room. Um, so we do a lot with a little, um, and we were we were just on this growth path, you know, right before COVID hit. We we sold out 95% of our shows. We had over 90% increase in season ticket sales. We had 93% increase in audition turnout, you know, over the last five years. Just a huge growth. And, you know, you can track that with Rutherford County growth. Mm-hmm. You know, as Rutherford County grew, so did we. Um, and, I mean, our children's programs were literally busting at the scenes. We had over 800 kids a year in our programs. Um, and then so what we did that the last 2019 is we started taking our children's programs out of the center to other places. Like we did something at Patterson Theater. We did one or two shows at Tucker Theater at MTSU because we kept growing. Because before we took the shows out, I, people kind of are shocked that we would do our children's shows on top of our main stage shows. So my, when you come in at night and you might so go see Beauty and the Beast at 7 o'clock, yeah. we might have had three shows of a junior show that day at 10, 12, and 2. We have, And that's oh, changes and set changes. And so it's a lot of work. You know, we had a lot of different people behind the scenes making sure all this ran smoothly. So it was nice to start getting out and, and taking the children's programs elsewhere. We're even thinking, you know, do we need a permanent home for our children's programs? So all these things were happening and I mean, we were just right where we wanted to be. And then COVID hit and it hit arts so hard. I mean, I know other industries rushed, a, a lot of industries were hit, but arts, we didn't have options. It just shut us completely down. Um, and we had, we had 23, 25 staff members before COVID. We had bartenders, concession workers, box office managers, marketing office, all, all these people. You know, I started with three, five years ago, and then we grew it to 23. And we had to let most of them go about two weeks after because there was our number one revenue is uh, my number one source of revenue is ticket sales. Our number two is children's programs. Both had to stop. So we had a lot, a lot of people go and we had a core group left. And um, a lot of us were just sitting there looking at each other through this new platform called Zoom that we've never done before. So I feel like we've done a lot over the past year. We've overcome a lot of hurdles. We've kept arts alive as much as we can. Um, It's been hard work. (laughs) You know, you think running a theater with 14 shows and seven junior shows and 23, I mean, you think that's hard? This was harder. It was mentally just hard and and emotionally because it's like we keep doing this. Is it it impacting anything? So um, we've had a really great core group of staff that have, you know, really found different ways to, to offer arts, you know, and new ways that we've never thought to do before. So proud of what we've accomplished, but it's been a tough year on us as well as everyone, you know. 
I think you guys are one of the more motivated groups of uh, you know anybody in town that I've talked to. It seems like whenever something pops up, you guys are you guys are ready to take it on. Was it uh, motivating, or maybe even a little bit the opposite of that when this happened? And you thought, you know, from everything you guys were trying to do before to grow the center for the arts, best case scenario, the arts continues to grow and get bigger, and then it turned into the best case scenario is we'll see you guys next year. Hopefully, you're still there. Yeah. Was that motivating, or was that kind of uh, maybe at first oh, a little challenging to it, think that way? It was. Well, there is no such thing as a challenge. It's opportunity. No, I'm just kidding. It was challenge. <laughs> Um, I will say it, it, there was a, and I, the only way I can describe it is, is grief a little bit over where we were and where we were. I mean, we worked so hard to get where we were and then it was grief that, and then it was, it took a while to settle in. Like we just didn't believe it. You know, it's two weeks, it's one month, it's two months. Okay. We can do a show in May. Okay. We can do a show in August. And then when it sunk in, like this is here for a while and we're not gonna be able to do what we've done before and all that growth that we saw our artists our 500 artists that do shows with us every year have no outlet mm -hmm. it was grief and then quickly <laughs> we we turned it around to motivation mm -hmm. what can we do let's not talk about what we can't do what can we do and how can we do it and who can we bring on board with us to help us with it and i do want to say there's been some great partnerships through this um city of murfreesboro i mean i have nothing but great things to say about every single person that works with them they've been so nice to us um so accommodating so helpful um the line ball library has been amazing um main street murfreesboro i mean there's so many people that kind of came out and was like what what do you need what do you need help with and we're just we're really lucky that our community is still supporting us we still have a home and it's we're going to come back and we're hoping it's going to be bigger than ever is what we're hoping Patience Long, Executive Director with Center for the Arts, is our guest this morning. If you'd like to call the show or text us, 615-893-1450. That'll get you right here with us in the studio. One of the groups we didn't mention um, as far as help and support and that was other theaters around yep. Tennessee. Talk about that. I thought that was cool that you guys all kind of binded together. Maybe before it was... Who can put on the better show? How can we oh, yeah. how can we get these guys? But then you guys all kind of work together. Absolutely. So there's several groups. Like the first is Rutherford Arts Alliance. I am so glad that group came together before COVID. And then it started getting us to know one another from different art fields. And, and it's a great organization that has really kept a tight grip on the arts community through this. Um, and in addition, you know, we have this Rutherford County Heritage Cultural Tourism type group going on. And it's where, you know, Cannon County is a theater, you know, outside of our county. And we are a little bit competitors with, you know, our artists and, and people seeing our shows. But we now have a great relationship. And we know when we do open up, there's going to be challenges. We're not going to start where we left off. I mean, also, in the middle of all this, one of our our biggest supply of costume rental performance studios in Nashville went under. So when we come back and we have all these shows and these period costumes, like we're going to have to all work together to figure out where do we get costumes now? That's not going to cost us our arm and a leg because we don't have any excess funds because we haven't been doing shows. So um, it has been a time of coming together and bouncing ideas off one another and supporting one another. So um, good things have come out of it. And, and I think we're going to take these lessons and, and we're going to be, it's going to make us stronger. Still hard, but stronger. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? 
Absolutely. The saying, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yep. And I think, you know, you guys are uh, going to, and, you know, Zoom is, a, is an example of something I don't think anybody a year and two days ago was like, what is Zoom? I, oh, yeah. What does that mean? Now everything is on Zoom. Yep. Um, and, you know, talking about streaming some of these shows for folks who, uh, down the road, maybe they're going to be at home, they can't get out or they can't find a babysitter. Yep. Well, now you guys have kind of found this formula how to do these shows online for people if they'd like to yep. do it online. And that that's kind of something maybe that was created out of necessity that can be used as a tool. Well, think about it. You know, no one's typically you're, you're a transplant or you're moved away from family. So a lot of our artists don't have family. Some of them do, but some of them have, you know, family all across the United States or even abroad. If we start streaming those grandparents can see their grand their adult grandchild on the stage so that's what's exciting is reaching a whole new audience that might have been wanting to see the talent here you know that haven't been able to so that's it's going to be it's going to be neat to incorporate that feature into our shows which we would never in a million years thought we could do before this you know so this is pretty exciting. The uh, Tuck Everlasting production, that starts today it and does. tomorrow, right? Today and tomorrow. And it's just this weekend? Just this weekend. Um, we have today at 7, tomorrow at 3 and 7. Today is already sold out. Um, so tomorrow, 3 and 7. It is outdoors. Um, it's at Cannonsburg Village. And it's under um, the, there's this place that, I don't know what you call it, but it's like a canopy. Mm -hmm. And it's a long, and so that's actually where we're going to do the show is underneath that. So I'm saying rain or shine, but I'm not saying stormy. So if it gets stormy, we might have to cancel the show or move it around. But right now, we're still planning on going forward with it tonight. Because if it rains a little, we'll be okay. All righty. So give us a little sneak peek of Tuck Everlasting. I kind of read through the preview, learned a little bit more about the show. Uh, essentially, there is a, uh, a a water that can kind of keep you alive forever. And it's the decision, do I do that or do I live a normal life? Talk about that a little bit. That it was such a unique and just kind of diverse lot I, I think i gotta i gotta see this yeah so i mean i think you kind of got the gist of it it's about this girl who uh, meets someone that is has found the fountain of youth and their family have have drunk from it and, and are going to continue to stay alive forever and she's thinking okay i'm going to do this but then you know some people kind of come in the mix and at the end the big thing is does she want to drink it and stay with this family forever or does she want to live a normal life and a normal lifespan? And, you know, when I was talking to the director, Denise Parton, about it, she was like, what would you want to do? And I'm like, man, when I was younger, I probably like, let me drink the stuff. But now that I'm older and have friends and have children, can't imagine. You know, I can't imagine stopping it or seeing them grow past me. So um, it's touching. And we have some really great children in it. Um, just some really great talent that's been with us since they are itty bitty and I'm just so excited that they're still able to continue their dream and passion of the arts and we're trying to do it the safest way possible um, so tickets are $15 you can get them at borougharts.org and again the shows are tonight at 7 sold out and then Saturday at 3 and 7 p.m. Fantastic. And of course, everybody is required to wear a mask, social distancing, all those same rules apply, but it will be outside. So that should help kind of spread. Yeah, what we say bit. is we say wear a mask going in and out. We have concessions. We've got we actually are selling masks with the center logo on it. Um, but then when they get to their spot, we're going to social distance the groups together. So if you're party of four, party of two, party of six, you'll be together. But then social distance from the next um, householder party. Um, and then at that point, you can take your mask off because it is outdoors. You'll be way more than six feet apart. So but while you're entering and exiting, we do ask that you wear masks. And as far as seating goes, do people need to bring chairs? Are there chairs available? Yeah, great, great question that I'm actually getting a lot. Um, chairs are available. So um, before our outdoor events, we say bring your lawn chair, bring your blanket. 
You can still bring them if you want because sometimes I feel like my lawn chair is a lot more comfortable than any other chair. Um, bring your blankets, it might be a little windy. Um, but yeah, we do supply the chairs for this show. And then you mentioned folks will be kind of sitting with their group. Does that need to be coordinated when they get tickets or do they just kind of show up and say, we're together, we're together? You know, I have an amazing person called Carrie Bow, And if she's listening, she's she's a stage manager who has now kind of graduated and, and, and I literally leave it up to her. So she'll see the list, she sees the name, she sees who's in the party. She literally will come there have a plan and and she'll have ushers get usher you to your seat that's socially distanced from your friends so i think she's amazing and i saw i see nothing but smooth sailing this weekend short answer is carrie's got it covered carrie bow has it covered (laughs) and carrie bow we trust wonderful wonderful so make sure to bring the mask i think that's cool you guys have the center for the arts masks for sale too that would be uh, that'd be kind of a neat thing to get a hold of if you're at the show yeah i'm I'm planning on buying one when i bring my children tonight because i've not seen them yet so i'm excited all righty all righty so that's coming up today and tomorrow tickets available it's going to be at cannonsburg village uh, outside event um if it rains a little bit we're on if it thunderstorms and that kind of thing yeah just looking for an email yeah just look for an email from me speaking it into existence i think we're gonna have good weather tomorrow yeah, I'm looking forward to that so, yeah. so uh good stuff on the way that's going to be tuck everlasting today and tomorrow uh, let's talk about the virtual acting and art classes. This is yeah. kind of a neat thing. And is this something that was done, say virtually, is this something that was done kind of on necessity? You guys say, hey, we can't all get together, but we could still put on some of these classes. We can still learn and grow. This is maybe a way to do it uh, during the year of COVID. Yeah, so actually we... we- took our children's classes online from april through september of last year so we tried different things we 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 did our summer camp we we did that virtual um and so we learned a lot there are aspects of it that we like of course there's aspects of it that we don't like um but we did decide to kind of further follow rutherford county schools and when they went back in person we kind of waited to see how it worked and then we decided in october to bring all the kids back totally different we had to limit the class sizes wear masks social distance um that's why this tuck everlasting is a play because it's a lot easier to rehearse a play indoors with masks versus a musical because there's so many other things when i talk about singing um so we started in october um and now we're we're offering our spring session starting the week of april 5th it it, it kicks off um in-person classes um you know again we're limiting the class sizes but we're already starting to get kind of full because we are limited class sizes. So I recommend parents, if you're looking for a safe um, alternative option after school for your children, um, we do have a lot of classes all the way from beginning acting to advanced acting. We have little, um, what we call class for the minis, five to eight year olds, it's so cute. Um, that's beginning acting, beginning musical theater. Um, so we have a lot of different uh, aspects to offer. Um, but again, we do have to limit our class sizes. So, um, right now we're, we're kind of getting a little full in some of the classes so i highly recommend you go to our website and check it out and this is something that it's so k through 18 so you got youngsters you got all the way through high school yep. what if somebody's in high school and i know the answer to this because we've talked about it but for the listeners out there if somebody's in middle school or high school they've you know never tried anything like this before they can kind of still jump in and learn it's not you know if you haven't been doing this since you were a little oh, fella, yeah. then you're not going to get it you can jump in and learn it's kind of a good entry level for any age it is and you know the center is a safe space where we're not going to push you to do anything you don't want to do um, but i will say we have some kick bottom kick butt programs um here in murfreesboro in rutherford county of your middle and high school so let's say going your middle school or high school theater part might be a little intimidating you can come to us get some basic and then start because i always say go to your school you know if you can because there's some really great great teachers here in rutherford county mm-hmm. um but for those we do have a lot of homeschools at at the center because they don't have that option at home um and then you know so what I say is, it's come to us, get some basic information, get some basic skills, and then maybe go to your middle or high school if, 
if they have a great program, which they should. Fantastic. And if anybody has any questions on that, what's a good time to call the, the Center for the Arts? I know you guys' uh, scheduling is a little different these days and, and availability, but if sure. somebody wants to call ahead on that. Yeah, so you can, we're actually, our box office phones open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. You just call 904-ARTS-2787, and there'll be a live person willing to answer your phone, um, answer your questions, answer the phone. And we're open, our offices are open Monday through Thursday, 10 to 2. Now, occasionally, we might have to close short because all of us have that are in the office have children and there's quarantine rules now with the so there's been sometimes where i'm like okay so you're quarantining your kids i'll, I'll cover your ship okay now wait my kids are quarantined so you know we, we, we're doing the best we can with the small staff we have so always call ahead or you know check our website when that happens we always put something on the website saying the center has to be closed today for this reason or whatever all righty you're listening to the Action Line, this is Patience Long, with the Executive Director of the Center for the Arts, and of course I uh, will be with her for the rest of the hour as well. We'll be talking Center for the Arts, upcoming productions, things that have happened in the last year, and what to expect for the new year. We're also going to take a look at weather and traffic for you. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. I do setups and repairs. The setup is where you make your guitar play as well as it ever will. Whether you're a professional or a beginner, you need this done at least a couple of times a year to get the most out of your instrument. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings, and drums. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the new menu items that we have added is our Salmon Imperial. Our Salmon Imperial is a fresh cut piece of salmon with shrimp and a crab meat blend. And then we've put our Alfredo sauce on top of it. It's great for a low carb diet that you can get with spinach, but also it just has an amazing flavor with a mixture of all those flavors between the shrimp, Alfredo, and then our salmon. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who fought in the Vietnam War. When we got back into California, they told us, do not wear your uniforms. Keith Redluff served in the U.S. Army. He was in Vietnam. We were veterans that had just come home. I've been called baby killer. I've been spit on. In a restaurant, people talking bad about you. Veteran Rudliff in Vietnam. Four individuals plus myself. I was a radio operator, and we had three artillery pieces that we supported the Arvins when they went out on missions. Just uh, five of us. Something happened, and you get overrun. You're on your own. The help is 30, 40, maybe even an hour away. Just have to do the best you can with what you have and survive. I didn't realize until I got over there, was in the first ambush, that those people were trying to kill me. And I didn't know them. I had done nothing to them. And that's when you just have to get the mindset that 
it's going to be them and not me. You're one heartbeat away. That's war. Unfortunately, you try the very best to protect the person on your right and left because you know they're not going to leave you and you're not going to leave them. We're all going to come out of here together or somebody else is going to have to carry us out of here together. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. For anybody in the Good morning. Several THP units scattered up and down I-24 this morning in and out of Rutherford County through Coffee County this morning. Watch your speed. Still looks pretty good right now. Headed towards Nashville on 24 westbound as you come past Elmaville Road 840. Just slow it down. Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies will be hosting a slumber party, a mermaid slumber party, coming up July 2nd. All the details, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see a few scattered rain showers here for this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies, a high in the mid-70s, winds out of the north around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63. Good Neighbor Talk covers issues you won't hear anywhere else. They're local issues. WGNS, AM, AM FM, FM, online. Welcome back into your good neighbor station, News Radio WGNS. We thank you for making us a part of your morning, and we thank you for being a part of our broadcast today. Uh, a lot going on and a lot to talk about as patients long joining us with the Center for the Arts. And uh, we we'll kind of talked a little bit about last year, some of the things coming up this year. We wanted to kind of circle back around um, and talk about, you know, some more of the things that we that we ran into last year that you guys ran into for the first time, for that matter, and kind of adjusting on the fly. Yeah. Uh, but talk more about that experience when you guys, because, you know, people look around and you say, when's the last time you've been to a concert? When's the last time you've seen a live production? Well, it's been a year and some change, and uh, you've seen all these uh, different venues, and it's so sad that are closing down because they're just yeah. saying, "Hey, if we can't have, oh, you know, we're a, we're a concert venue. If we're not doing concerts, we're an empty building. We're yeah. we're still paying on it." Um, so, you know, so thankful that you guys were able to stay afloat and be here today to have this conversation. Um, but what were some of the things that that happened last year that you guys did that maybe you found useful? Maybe you thought moving forward we could maybe implement this just that happened based out of necessity. Yeah. So the first thing we did was what we knew, um, which was Facebook. We knew Facebook. So we did some Facebook lives right out of the gate. Um, we did a six part series with our um, artistic director um, who did vocal. He's a vocal coach. He works at Belmont. Um, he teaches, you know, private lessons. Um, so it was a six part series on how to how to you know project your voice. So that was really helpful. Um, we did a story time where we had some of our people that have been on stage and people, you know, see them every so often when they come see a show, um, do story time for kids. So, you, you know, live story time. Um, we did a stage managing workshop um, and then several art uh, tutorials like um, we did a one during Mother's Day um, to, sh to show you how to do a pop up card. And my kids watched it. And when Mother's Day came around, they gave me a pop-up card. But the way our family works is a little bit different than others. Mine popped up with McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, <laughs> like all these, little, all these little stores and said, don't you wish you could go to that? Ha ha. So love my kids. Um, so they learned a lot from that. Um, and then, like I said before, we did do Center Stage Academy online from April through September. And we, you know, we had our artists work directly with the kids, which, you know, at first it was a little um, intimidating and it was exhausting 
anything for them because to to be you know one on you know one on six with these children who you know you, you've seen the the funny things about teachers like some cameras point at the ceiling you know some kids you only see their eyeballs um so but they got better at it and then they started looking forward to it and the children were able to kind of be engaged with their friends you know so that was really nice um and then we did we moved our art gallery online and we did some shows and we still have one up called um creating during quarantine it's on our website borougharts.org um and you can buy some of the art that's featured on the website um so we just found different ways to virtually do it so that's some of the stuff we did and then we said you know what we've got to start doing shows how are we going to do this so we decided to partner with the city and we offered charlotte's web in september free and open to the public on the plaza first time that a lot of us have taken a show outside the center like we did do a few center stage academy things at tucker but to take it outside on a brick area and say how do you create a stage how do you create lights how do you create so many things we didn't think through and we did have to think through um so that was very successful we sold out all the shows that we did there um and then we took like i mentioned our csa classes in october we we, we put indoors but then we did our production class rudolph the red-nosed reindeer outdoors in december and we had so many people show up to the show it was on the plaza again but you know it was a safe way to experience christmas a live show in December um, and support the center so that was nice and then we're still like I said doing outdoor productions um, we're doing one this weekend called Tuck Everlasting then we have two coming up in May the first one we're doing at Oakland's Park um, at the uh, Mother's Day weekend we're calling it Ladies Night Out so it is gonna, it's called the Savannah Sipping Society a very funny funny comedy featuring four ladies kind of thinks Jill Magnolias and then with the Sipping Society, we are going to offer beverages during this. So it's like a bring your chair, bring your blanket, bring your girlfriends, or bring your mom. Um, so that'll be fun taking place on Mother's Day weekend. And then a few weeks after that, we're working with the Fountains on bringing little women to that stage. So we're excited about that because it's a nice, beautiful place. It's a beautiful stage. So we're thinking about that. And maybe one more, maybe one more after that in June, July, maybe. And then we're hoping we open the doors again to the center. That's what we're hoping happens. I'm looking forward to that. And I, I got to say, I got a good laugh when I was uh, looking uh, through the website the other day for the Savannah Sipping Society for the auditions. And it just said literally to cast four middle-aged women was the description. Yeah. Did you find four <laughs> middle-aged women? Not only do you find four middle-aged women, they are a hoot. <laughs> like when Mark sent me the cast list, I'm like, first of all, these are my favorite human beings on the face of the planet. They are the funniest ladies you've ever met. And I cannot imagine on stage together in the chemistry they're going to project. Like I just... I am tickled pink about this one, you know, <laughs> and Mark, Mark brought the show and he, you know, I read some of it. It is so funny, 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 funny. All righty. Well, if you want to throw your headphones on, we got our first caller here for today. Tell Maybe the caller, are these headphones always uh, take me forever to get off. <laughs> all righty. You are live on the action line. Welcome on. Patience is getting her headphones on and all righty. We are ready for you. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, you're live on the action line with Patience from Center for the Arts. How can we help you? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I needed to know if MTSU ladies won the basketball game yesterday. Oh, I'll tell you what. I uh, I can find that out for you. If you want to head over to the website real quick and take a look at that. Uh, otherwise, if you want to call back just after 9 o'clock, I can find that out for you. Well, now I want to know. Tell me. <laughs> Did they win? All righty, we're going to have to look that up for you, ma'am. I don't have that pulled up in front of me, but it uh, should be on the website for you. Um, but if you want to call back right after the show's over, we can uh, find that out for you. 
Thank you. All right. Thank you. I hope they did. I hope they did, too, our Lady Raiders. We love them. We do. (laughs) You know, I'm an MTSU alum. Did you know that? I did know that. I did. So I graduated MTSU. And uh, and so are you do you do follow the uh, all the MTSU sports then pretty closely still? Okay. I know that's one of the neat things is we got men's, women's basketball, okay, baseball. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm just going to be real with you <laughs> and those that know me. So I was in the band of blue for five years and I was the drum major. So I was at all the football games and at, <laughs> I had to call the football. What it means is that like when a flag went out, I had to know when not to do the fight song and when they they scored. I, like so I was. So stressed out. I'm, I'm surprised I still have my hair. I was so stressed out I was on the sidelines. I couldn't see what was happening. So, like, after I graduated, I just stopped really. I don't enjoy sports. Isn't that so wrong? Well, But you have an art person on. So, I mean, of course, you know. <laughs> but I do cheer on my Blue Raiders. Now, the, the thing Great I always school. thought was funny, when a team would lose, they'd do the nah, 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 hey, hey, goodbye thought. Did you guys ever do that, like, on the wrong time, and your team's like, what the heck? Like, um, I, I'm t- like I said, my hair was falling out. <laughs> I, I, I did many things wrong, and I was very stressed out about it. And then towards the end, we, we got to, what, one double A or whatever, and then there was there was penalties against the band if you did things wrong. Now that just, I'm like, you know, just kill me now. Like, I can't even handle this. Like, it's so stressful for a college student. <laughs> we had a listener question pop up on the break, and we were uh, we were just talking about the virtual art theater, and that's something we're looking forward to uh, getting back into, having the art theaters. And, and that's a little bit of a different pace. It's not the, not the theater production, but it's people's individual projects, art things they've created that are pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a lot of the things on the website up there from last year, but if anybody wants to take a look through there, those are actually for sale, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a lot of them for sale, um, and we can help you with that, kind of connect you with the artist. You know, we, we typically have it an art gallery that's filled with local art all throughout the year, um, and we do art receptions, and so, you know, those visual artists, you know, didn't have anywhere to hang their work. So this is one way that we thought we would offer, and then I think when we open, why would we not try to continue this so people from all over could see the art pieces? So that's one thing that's that we're probably going to carry over from this COVID is just having feature, you know, the hanging art in our gallery and then also featuring that online as well. All righty. And this just in the uh, Lady Raiders looks like they did win yesterday. So that, uh, that just Blue coming Raiders through. Took me a second to find it, but I knew it was on there. So uh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, so the virtual art theater, that is something people can check out. Some pieces are for sale there. Uh, this was something somebody asked me this week, and this is going to be kind of a curveball question. We actually oh, didn't even oh, talk I about this. Oh, I don't like curveballs. Okay, uh, but something interesting I had heard is uh, Ticketmaster was, was talking oh, about yeah. doing something about um, if you if you can show that you had the vaccine, they'll sell you a ticket. And I yeah. don't know how that's going to work. Me I don't either. know any of the details on that. Uh, but either. has that been something you've you've talked about, discussed, heard about? Yeah, and it is any- something I heard about. But it was, I heard about it pretty early. I want to say even before the vaccine was officially out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm on all these forums w- with National Community Theater, Professional Theater. Um, we do Zooms every week, seminars. And, you know, what I say to people when they ask me to talk these types of questions, I'm just hanging tight mm-hmm. you know we're, we're not opening right now I, I don't know what the industry standards going to be um but hopefully like the president was on last night and mentioned you know if we all do what we're supposed to do by july 4th we can at least have family gatherings and that's the first step in mm-hmm. july so wouldn't it be nice that then august and september and here we go october we're hoping october is the the month because yeah. um, we are holding our fundraiser the backstage bash in october we have talked about shutting the street down in front of the center, and we're hopefully it's going to be a fundraiser and a celebration of live theater happening again inside the building. So that's what we're hoping, fingers crossed. 
Alrighty, well, that was just kind of a unique idea. That's something that popped up. Somebody was asking me about this week, and I said, well, I don't know, but I could, uh, I could work it in there. And uh, I don't know how they would, how they would keep track of that, how that would even work. But just kind of an interesting idea that that could be something they'd implement and, yeah. uh, you know, get back to get back to doing some, whether it be sporting events, live theater, well, concerts. Well, I know those the Super Bowl did that. They had twenty five thousand people in the audience, and mm-hmm. they were all people that were vaccinated, I believe. And I think a lot of those were first responders yep. and teachers, and that was kind of a way to reward them, which I thought was pretty which cool. Which was a great yeah. idea. And then, you know, something that came up the other day was there are theaters that are open in certain areas that, the you know, the rate of infection is low, and they work with the health department. And so, you know, they say what they do, they're still not at full capacity, but nothing is so cute. And I think some sports, sporting events are doing it. They're selling cutouts of people. Mm-hmm. And so you buy a cutout of yourself and you sit it in the seat. And I mean, like, I actually brought this to our staff the other day. I'm like, um, how much am I going to pay for a cutout? Because <laughs> even when I'm not a show, I want a cutout of me sitting there. I think right. that is the coolest, neatest idea. So you might see maybe when we open, if we can't do full capacity, maybe you can buy a cutout of yourself. You know, it, what a great way to, to, <laughs> to motivate people say we got George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the audience. There's our, you know, former first lady. I mean, how cool is that? I, I think, think it's so uh, cute. Scooby-Doo was at the Lakers game <laughs> the other night, which was pretty funny. So uh, cool stuff. So we got Tuck Everlasting's coming up today and tomorrow. Let's talk a little bit more about that. That's in Cannonsburg. If anybody's just joining the second half of the show, uh, we'll run through the, the next couple events that are scheduled and we're looking forward to. But Tuck Everlasting today and tomorrow. Tell us a little more about that. Sure. So it is a show. Um, it's our production class of our Center Stage Academy youth program. And I believe it has 14 students and I believe 30 to 40 tried out. So it's you know, really, really good, really good actors. Um, and it's a show that's based on a book. And I believe Denise is going to kill me. Show me this, um, that the adaptation was written by the brother or brother-in-law of the actual author of the book. Um, and I know it's a movie as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it's a delight. It's about an hour and a half show. It's a play. We're doing it at Cannonsburg Village under an awning. So even if it rains, unless it's raining sideways or storming, um, we're still going to, you know, move forward. We'll have the concessions. Um, it'll be a good, fun, safe time. And it's family friendly. Like I'm bringing my eight-year-old and my 13-year-old to it. Um, so this is happening this weekend. Again, Friday night sold out. So Saturday at 3 and 7, you can still get tickets to the show. And you go to borougharts.org. And you can buy tickets straight from there. And this is going to uh, talk about the great debate. If you could live forever by drinking from the Fountain of Youth, do you or do you not? And that's kind of the question. What would you do? Uh, I'll say this. I think if you would ask me at one point in my life, I would say yes. Yeah. But maybe now, you know, I don't know. I still got like 80 to 100 years left. I think that's enough. Yeah. (laughs) I plan on living until I'm about 110, 115. I I got plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of time. Yep. Uh, Acting and virtual arts classes are going to be starting. That's April 5th. This is kindergarten through high school. Uh, talk about that. This is going to be entry level for kids if they're looking to just kind of see what in- it's all about. It's entry, in- intermediate, and then advanced. And again, our production class is Little Women. So you start with minis, five to eight-year-olds, or a beginning acting class, and then you kind of graduate to our production class. So our production class is Little Women, um, and it's going to be happening on stage at the Fountains um, the weekend before Memorial Day. So I believe it's the May 21st through the 23rd. Um, but we have classes for everyone at every level never had theater had lots of theater um so we have acting classes we have musical theater classes minis classes um high school musical is 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 one of the themes that we're doing so a lot of people signed up for that and then all the way up to production classes and all that information is on our website at borougharts.org and actually we do have a visual arts class now we have our development manager tabby loyal is also an artist so she's actually teaching visual art classes and this session is called 
aesthetically pleasing. So it's about, you know how kids now want to like do cool things through the room and, and so it's kind of teaching you some of those basics that you can really incorporate to your life. So Cool. Yeah. And the production classes, just the, that's kind of more behind the scenes. Um, so that, that wouldn't be maybe you'd be on the main stage, but you'd be behind the scenes telling people where to go, getting everything lined up, which is probably equally as important as even the lead role to keep everybody in order. So production class is anywhere from on stage, you know, the lead actress to behind stage, stage managing type of thing. So we can kind of accommodate anyone in that class. And the cool thing about it, it's hands on experience. So you get to audition. You get to get cast, you get to rehearse, and then you get to perform for an audience. Um, so it's really a lot of the students that have been in our production class, you will see on main stage as leading role, leading actors and actresses in their you know late teens um, because they get so much hands-on experience. And you can't, there's not a lot of places you can get that. So this is a great you know experience for children. And, and starting as early as kindergarten, I think is pretty cool because by the time they get into high school, middle school, and you mentioned if you can, um, you know, be a part of some of these productions at your school, if you're going yep. to school here in Rutherford County, lots of great teachers and opportunities mm -hmm. there. But if you start in your kindergarten, first, second, even grade school, um, you know, by the time you get up there, you're going to be, you know, ready and probably you know, a little bit ahead of some of the other kids. So I think well, a great chance to start early. Yeah, and there's so many other things that come with it. It's not just being ready for stage or, or getting a show. I mean, they get teamwork skills, communication, confidence. I mean, we survey parents after every session and say, have you seen a difference? Have you seen an increase? And they do every time. Mm -hmm. I mean, teamwork, communication, and confidence building are the three. But there's so many other studies that show that students that are involved in the arts at a young age outperform their peers basically on every measure mm -hmm. um, and that's why I think it's important to put your kids in arts programs no matter if it's musical arts performing arts whatever get your kid involved at a young age because it really truly does impact the rest of their lives like I'm one of those I was in band as a kid and here I am later running the Center for the Arts um, so I do see value in it my kids are in it so and public speaking is one. I'm sure that helps with public speaking it does. immensely. Yes. Which is part of the, you know, going through school. You're going to have to do a lot of that you for are. just for grading purposes. My kids that, are so. kind of a, a, above the curve on that just because of all the experience they've had in the theater. I haven't quit talking since I was born, and any teacher or parent <laughs> will tell you that. So I've, I've never had a problem with that. But I, I've known, uh, you know, people who have who've gotten involved in uh, things like that, even being in bands and, and playing in um, productions like this is it makes it so much easier it kind of gets that pit out of your stomach and you can just talk in yep. public and that that's a huge life skill that's something that uh, something you need to know uh, just a few minutes here I wanted to ask you about the Savannah Sipping Society one yes. more time what's the date for that that's coming that up but you probably want to yeah. get tickets sure so it's May 7th through 9th it's Mother's Day weekend we're calling it ladies night out ladies day out um, we're gonna have some beverages we'll have concessions you can bring your own lawn chair and blanket it's gonna be at the park at Oakland's um, right out right off Oakland's um, and um, it is for women but it's really for anyone all ages you know it's gonna be a it's a very funny comedy f featuring four middle-aged upper-age women and the people they cast are some of my favorite funniest human beings on the face of this planet I mean like when I see them my my heart is happy so knowing that those four people are on a stage together I just cannot wait it's going to be amazing and um, we haven't um, we're not selling tickets yet, but when we do, they'll be up on borougharts.org. Um, and again, it'll be a safe way to experience live theater. And it's going to be really fun. That one's going to be really fun. 
All righty, looking forward to that. I think that's, uh, you know, I say bring your girlfriend, bring your wife, bring your mother. Bring your right mom. around Mother's Day. That could yep. be a lot of fun. So, well, so much to look forward to. And uh, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us Thanks this morning. We're already me. out of time. It always flies by when we have you guys. <laughs> lots to talk about, lots of laughing. But uh, any final thoughts before we uh, before we hang up? Just, um, you can always, uh, people always ask me, how do I support you right now? Because I can't go to a show. You can always buy gift certificates on our website. Um, those There's no expiration dates when we do come back. That really helps us right now with mm-hmm. funding. Um, we can do accept we're not 501c3 so we do accept donations so feel free to give us a donation and just when we do come back when we do come back come support us and come support your local community artists um we are so ready to get back on that stage and we can't wait to see you guys there we can't wait to see you guys there either so looking forward to that and uh tonight tuck everlasting so uh you know there's something to look forward to this evening and for tomorrow Absolutely. All right. I wanted to let you know, too, in front of all the people listening, I love the quarantine hair. <laughs> it doesn't fit with the with the headphones. I see you kind of got to lean forward Ladies and gentlemen, bit. I have a bun on my head that's been here since last March. I call it my quarantine hair. And until the COVID is over, you will see me with the bun on my head. Okay? All right. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Uh, coming up on the show Monday. And we do have a good show for you Monday. Scott's going to talk with Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor who also makes your skin look younger all that coming up monday here on the action line truman show next we got rutherford issues on the way midday show for you uh we'll be right back so do not go away Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran owned. Fast and available 24 7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank. Our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We'll see a few scattered rain showers here for this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies, a high in the mid-70s, winds out of the north around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63.